0: Never before has the authority and legitimacy of the Constitutional Court been subjected to the kinds of attacks that Mr. Zuma has elected to launch against it and its members. Never before has the judicial process been so threatened.
1: Acting Deputy Chief Justice Sisi Kampepe on Tuesday delivered a majority judgment that was historically significant. It was a judgement about the rule of law, and that nobody, not even a former president, can act with impunity.
0: Mr. Zuma is no ordinary litigant. He is the former president of the Republic of South Africa, who continues to wield significant political influence, and in whom lies a great deal of power to incite others to similarly defy court orders. His actions and any consequences or lack thereof are being closely observed by the public. So if his conduct is met with impunity, he will do significant damage to the rule of law. The unique political position that Mr. Zuma enjoys as the former president constitutes a further exceptional feature of this matter that justifies a punitive sanction.
1: The Constitutional Court found Zuma guilty of contempt of court and sentenced him to 15 months behind bars. But on Friday, the news broke that Zuma intends to fight back. It's not looking good for him, though. Justice Sisi Campepe has signed a warrant for Zuma's committal and he will be remanded to the Westville Correctional Centre in KwaZulu-Natal. You're listening to The Story. It's a podcast by News24. We'll speak to journalists and experts about the week's biggest story. This is what we saw, heard, and uncovered this week. I'm Catherine Rice, journalist for News24's Multimedia Department, and this is The Story. This week, we're joined by News24 legal journalist, Karen Morn. Karen, Zuma's refusal to testify before the Zondo Commission of Inquiry into state capture finally has consequences. But this was no ordinary judgment. Tell us why the constitutional court and not a criminal court had the jurisdiction to hear this case.
2: Essentially what happened was that after Jacob Zuma walked out of the Zondo Inquiry and subsequently um, you know, defied a constitutional court order that basically said he needed to obey and comply with the orders and directives issued by the Zondo Inquiry he chose not to attend the inquiry so he effectively defied a series of orders which had been granted by the highest court in the country not only that but he made a number of public pronouncements attacking the constitutional court, comparing it to the apartheid regime, and seeking to undermine the judiciary by claiming that they were corrupt um, and were basically uh, operating in the way that they were because certain of them were being bribed by President Cyril Ramaphosa. In those circumstances, the Zondo inquiry said the court had no choice but to take harsh and punitive action against Zuma for this level of defiance
1: and content of the Constitution. Campepe was openly critical of Zuma throughout her judgment, and it certainly it sent a message to the public at large that nobody is above the rule of the law. Uh, wh- what actually happens next, and what happens if Zuma doesn't report to jail?
2: Well, essentially, the police minister and the National Police uh, Commissioner have been ordered, if Jacob Zuma does not hand himself over to the authorities within this five-day period, to make sure, that the directive of the court that he be in prison for fifteen months is complied with, which essentially means it then goes into the hands of the police to arrest him and make sure that he make sh- and ensure that he reports to correctional service to begin uh, serving that sentence.
1: Karen, in your experience as a legal journalist, does anything come close to this in terms of its significance? It's a judgment that I'm sure you'll agree will be studied for years to come.
2: I think globally, not just locally, this is a massively significant ruling. Essentially Jacob Zuma put himself outside the realms of the authorities of the the Constitution and the highest court in the land. He said effectively, though he denies this, that he should receive special treatment, that his suspicion of the Zondo inquiry meant that he did not need to defer to it, that his refusal or his uh, perceptions of bias and um, persecution against the constitutional court meant that he did not have to obey it. He's tried in the aftermath of this ruling to suggest that he brought a recusal application against Zondo, and that is a defense against, uh, you know, that means that he should never be required to, to appear before the Zondo inquiry. This is a legal fallacy. But essentially what the court did was it turned around and said, everyone is equal before the law. No one exists outside the ambit of the Constitution. And that is a former head of state who twice swore allegiance to that Constitution. Jacob Zuma is no different. In fact, the onus to defer to the Constitution is almost higher on him than it is on anyone else. This is a massively significant ruling. And it sends a message that people who attack the courts with impunity, without substantiation, with making malevolent and unf- founded allegations against them will suffer consequences
1: on friday the story took on a new twist with the news that zuma doesn't intend taking this ruling lying down what is zuma's legal team planning karen
2: jacob zuma's legal team have indicated to the state attorney's office that they will bring an application in the constitutional court for a rescission of the majority uh, decision delivered by Justice Sisi-Kampepe and um, that he be in prison for 15 months. They will simultaneously seek to um, interdict um, his uh, arrest and committal to prison by bringing an application ur- urgent in the Peter Maritzburg High Court to stay that arrest pending the finalization of his rescission application. There is no legal precedent for such a rescission application being successful before the constitutional court. The only, you know, similar case involving the Chlope matter and Justices Bess and kabinde and Chris Jafter, who sought to bring a rescission of a constitutional court uh, judgment involving them um, and their concerns about the uh, tribunal process employed in the in the Chlope inquiry was unsuccessful. So certainly highly unlikely... Um, that that Jacob Zuma will succeed in this, particularly given that he was given every opportunity to participate um, in the inquiries case to compel him to testify and in the subsequent contempt case against him. Um, He really doesn't have a leg to stand on at this point, it would seem, um, in order to argue that he didn't have Um, ample ability and and right to participate in those legal proceedings. He chose not to. And not only that, he issued a number of very vociferous public statements condemning the constitutional court and the Zondo inquiry and saying that he was more than prepared to go to jail. In such circumstances, one really would think it would be an absolutely miraculous application that he would have to bring to stop uh, his, you know, imminent imprisonment.
1: That was Karen Morn, News24 legal journalist, who will continue to keep us informed of this developing story. We're now joined by News24 political editor, Quanita Hunter. Quanita, there's bound to be political fallout. What have the reactions been so far, and, and how could this affect support for the ANC? predictably there has
3: been a triumphant response from the opposition who for many years have been trying to hold Jacob Zuma accountable and they have been sounding warning bells around uh, Jacob Zuma's attack of the judiciary and his stance um, you know which sort of um try to uh, uh, undermine the judiciary and 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 Perhaps, you know, the, the latest salvo was to completely uh, uh, trample all over a constitutional court judgment. So opposition parties, salivating, quite happy with this judgment, um, you know, agreeing that it is uh, a line in the sand uh, by Acting Chief Justice CC Kampepe that Jacob Zuma cannot continue um, uh, desecrating the Constitution and the Constitutional Court in the way that he has without any consequences. However, a handful of his allies, uh, predictably those who uh, fall under the radical economic transformation grouping of the ANC, have come out to criticize the judgment. Jacob Zuma's supporters are relying on a minority court judgment by justice. Theron and Justice Jafta, uh, who disagreed with the majority judgment of the constitutional court penned by Sisi Kampepe. And in their judgment, they said that, yes, he is guilty of contempt of court, but they disagreed with the sentence because they said that, um, you know, he should have gotten a coercive uh, 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 sentence in that, you know, the court should have just forced him to go and appear before. Uh, the State Capture Commission of Inquiry led by Deputy Chief Justice Raymond Zondo. But Cc Campepe said in her judgment that there would be no use to this because Jacob Zuma has proven over and over again that he would not comply with the constitutional court judgment that forces him to go to the State Capture Commission. And so now what they're doing is they're trying to sort of um, paint Cc uh, Campepe as this person who was vindictive against Jacob Zuma. They're trying to create a narrative that she's loyal to President Cyril Ramaphosa, for example. Um, and there's really been a continuation in the undermining of uh, the justices of the Pais Court of our land. And you saw on Wednesday evening, late on Wednesday evening, the Jacob Zuma Foundation uh, issuing a statement saying they completely disagree with the with the judgment, and calling Justice Kempepe an emotional person, and it's you know it's smacked of misogyny. They're now trying to mobilize people to protest um, uh, against the, the 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 judgment. They've said that you know they, they're looking at legal revenues uh, or legal avenues, but the problem is that. a constitutional court judgment. There is no appeal to it. Jacob Zuma needs to go to jail for 15 months and he has until Monday to hand himself over to either the Nkandla police station or the Johannesburg Central police station. There's not much you can do besides continuing uh, undermining the constitutional court
1: um, and effectively becoming a fugitive. Kwanita, do you think that Zuma is going to try and predictably continue his victimhood narrative in a, in a bid to garner support? hundred percent. There are all signs
3: there that uh, Jacob Zuma is going to continue this narrative that he is this grand victim of the scheme by the judiciary. They're saying that it 's a judicial dictatorship they 're saying that um, the judiciary has completely taken over uh, the South african state there 's all sorts of ludicrous statements against the judiciary, making the judiciary a pariah um, and and Jacob Zuma, this innocent victim of it all and I think that it 's completely dangerous, as indicated in the judgment of Sisi Campepe, where she says that it's, it's, it's not just um, an ordinary person trying to undermine the constitution. This is someone who was president by virtue of that constitution, who not once, twice, swore um, to not only uphold, but to protect the constitution when he became president of the republic. And now to completely desecrate the Constitution in this way, um, is completely unprecedented. And I think that the fight back by Jacob Zuma and his supporters is indicative of how um, much they disregard the Constitution and how the Constitution is just a simple um, thorn in their
1: way that they can trample all over um, and not care about the consequences. Conita, it, it doesn't really bode well for when Zuma hands himself over. What are your predictions about that? Could we see potentially violent protests when he uh, submits to jail his jail time? I think that there is definitely
3: an effort by his supporters to mobilize people in an effort to create a warning to say, look how much of support Jacob Zuma has, and also to hold the, the, the constitutional court at ransom to say the country is going to descend into chaos because of this judgment. But this doesn't this, this how it works in a constitutional um, uh, democracy. The fact that I have uh, lots of support, for example, and people don't think that I should be guilty of whatever I'm charged for, say it's, you know, tax evasion, for example, um, it doesn't mean that I, I, I um, shouldn't go to jail. That means many people can just, you know, pull out their supporters in, in large numbers. How is this different to Shepherd Bushiri, for example, you know, uh, the South proclaimed pastor? But I think there's definitely going to be that effort to completely undermine the constitution and the constitutional court and there's going to be an effort to 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 threaten the stability um of the country uh i don't uh, you know you already see it happening with the mobilization of mkmva which is basically a disbanded group of former combatants some of whom are not really former combatants who has become jacob zuma's Personal army of sorts, you know, gathering it in Kandla, uh, threatening that they would put, you know, they would stop, you know, physically stop uh, uh, Zuma from going to jail, um, and 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 I mean, you're going to see a lot more of the, uh, of that rhetoric in the days to come. I think it's going to be an important moment for the ANC to provide clarity on where it stands on the matter, given the fact that the constitutional democracy that we see it in motion today is something that the ANC fought for, and it is a, a product of uh, its liberation movement. As Justice Campepe said, that this constitution and this constitutional democracy is a product for what many people lost their lives for. And so you cannot just simply ignore it because now it applies to Jacob Zuma, and I think it's going to be very, very important to see um, what the ANC does and whether it allows for this mass mobilization, um, uh, however successful it is, uh, in support of the former president. Also, there's a, the other caveat is that this is not ordinary times. We are in a level four lockdown where the political gatherings of all sorts are illegal, And so where will the police step in, in terms of um, preventing
1: any sort of gatherings? Well, exactly. And I think there's going to be a lot of noise and a lot of interest in this case. And we'll be following it closely at News24. Thank you so much for your time. That was News24 political editor, Conita Hunter. That's it from us this week. I'm Catherine Rice. And this episode was produced with the help of Bertram Malchus.
2: of this developing story.